Hi everyone, welcome back to Pocket Counselor. I am your host, Mike Robb. Happy to have you back with us for another interesting episode. I hope you enjoyed the last one. If you like what you're listening to, absolutely click subscribe now. And that uh, not only will make sure that you're getting fantastic uh, podcasts, but it will also help the algorithms over at Google and everything else help support the show, help get more listeners. So it's kind of your way of spreading the good news about the show without even having to say a word. So if you like what you're listening to, click subscribe, download some of the most recent episodes, whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing there. And You know, another thing too, uh, let me know what your favorite episode has been so far. Tweet at the show at MikeRobLMHC. That's Rob with two Bs. And, you know, let me know what you'd like to hear more of. We have a lot of fascinating subjects ranging pretty much all over the board. And uh, my goal from the studio here with show producer Annabelle is making sure that we have content that you actually want to hear, right? That's always the goal. So I may have a lot of topics and may find some things interesting, but they might not interest you, and that's okay. If you have something, though, that you'd like to hear more about, kind of get my opinion on, definitely reach out, let me know. So today, our topic is one that I was thinking of over the weekend, this uh, this past weekend. Everyone is driving around like crazy, frantic. Everybody is in a rush trying to get somewhere. The holiday season is upon us. And I thought about it. I thought, this is a stressful time of year. And... That certainly isn't an original opinion of mine, but it is one I notice a lot this time of year. So I thought today we would focus on 10 ways of dealing with uh, stress, either around the holidays or just in general. There's been a lot of different reasons for stress this year. And I think the holiday season is perhaps perpetuating that stress. So join me on a brief overview here of some of the coping skills that you can use to help you fight the stress this holiday season. Number one would be deep breathing. So a lot of times, and I mentioned this in the last episode, when we're facing a stressful situation, our breathing becomes very short, choppy, infrequent. If you take a minute and just observe your breathing during a a stressful situation, you'll find it's very labored, not rhythmic or smooth, and not very deep. All of those things lead your body to believe you're in a fight-or-flight response. And deep breathing 
will switch your nervous system over to a more calm and relaxed state. So deep breathing, even just two or three breaths, can be very effective. And a good way to know you're breathing effectively and deeply is by putting one hand on your chest, the other kind of around your belly button, and see which hand raises first. Ideally, it will be the bottom hand. You want to push that hand out first and sort of breathe with your belly. And that'll engage your diaphragm and also ensure that you're getting the deepest breath possible. So give that a shot. See if that helps you. See if that helps you as you're waiting for parking spaces to open up at your local mall. Number two that I would list is uh, physical activity. Getting out there and walking, working out, whatever it is you can do will help keep stress at bay. And there's a lot of reasons for this. There's a lot of um, chemical reactions in your brain that occur. There's, um, you know, the euphoric feeling you have if you've exercised for a while. All of those things, physical activity, it's one of the most effective ways I know of combating physical or combating stress. So try to do that. Get those endorphins pumping. Another thing you can do is try writing. If you're into journaling, it can be helpful to just write whatever comes to you. I encourage my clients to, if they aren't a natural, you know, if they aren't a professional author or writer and it's kind of difficult or they aren't finding that writing is effective, I recommend that they use a prompt of some sort. So perhaps you could start with the prompt, today I was stressed about, and then add, this stress made me feel and sort of fill in those blanks, and that can be an effective way to kind of get the creative juices going. Uh, number four, self-talk. A lot of times, our biggest stressor is, in fact, ourselves. Can you relate to this? I can, at times. So usually it's our own self-talk. It's our voice in our head that's perpetuating the stress. Maybe during this time of year, it would go something like, well, if I don't get this on time, if I don't get to the store on time, I won't get the gift. If I don't get the gift, tomorrow is too late, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and it perpetuates that stress. Something to avoid. So try to monitor your self-talk Try to remain more neutral or positive with your self-talk. Try to avoid those words that are very deeply emotional. Kind of the trigger words, things that you know will upset you. I think a big thing too, and we could list this as number five, is uh, anything creative. I think a lot of times we think of our creative hobbies, pastimes, endeavors, that kind of thing, as 
sort of a waste of time. Not necessarily a waste, but not something we should be doing when we're trying to be effective and kind of on top of our game. But in fact, doing your creative pursuits, whatever they may be, can help you be more effective. So if you're, say, an artist, a writer, if you play an instrument, increasing those things throughout your day will absolutely help you fight stress and thus be more effective during the day, which will lead to less reason to be stressed. Stressed, rather. So, try to increase art, music, writing. Maybe you make pottery. Maybe you tie flies for fly fishing. Whatever it is you can think of that you do that's creative, try to do more of that. Number six, we have meditation. Meditation is something I've spoken pretty extensively about on the podcast And I find that it's always surprising to me when I sit down and meditate just how much more effective it is, even for five minutes, than I would have thought it would be. So even five minutes, which I mean, I'm sure all of us have killed time on Instagram or Facebook for at least five minutes and not even thought about it. So you can certainly sit and just try to empty your mind of thoughts for five minutes. I think you'll be shocked how much better you feel, how much more mental clarity you have. All of those things will come with even just five minutes once or twice a day. Uh, Listening to music. That's a coping skill I use, I mean, almost constantly. Uh, sorry to my neighbors, but there's, I don't think, a better way of uh, stimulating certain emotions, um, taking your mind off things, de-stressing. I think that music is one of the most powerful coping tools that we have. And going back to our thoughts about creative endeavors, if you play or make music, that's even better. And I think that Everyone should be listening, playing, whatever it is with music more and more, especially right now, in an effort to combat stress. Another coping skill would be making sure you make time to talk to your friends, family, people who support and love you. It's easy to get wrapped up in the to-dos of daily life, and it's important not to forget about the people with you along the way and making sure you take time to talk to them. Another coping skill that I found is actually puzzles. And uh, a lot of these are, just a quick caveat, puzzles aren't necessarily my thing, but a lot of people love word searches Uh, logic puzzles, Sudoku, things like that. And it really helps them kind of clear their mind and get out of a stressful moment. 
And so if that's your thing, you know, definitely keep trying that. And if you've never really gotten into puzzles, maybe try it. Maybe pick up a book on word searches or uh, crossword puzzles, brain teasers, something like that. Something that creates an atmosphere where your brain is fully engaged and also kind of distracted. Those are both really effective ways of managing stress. And finally, if you have a pet at home, spend some time with them. I know for you pet lovers out there, myself included, you don't really need to be told that talking to your dog or cat or whatever type of pet you may have is healthy and beneficial, but research says it is. And I fully suspect that research was sponsored by at least one dog or cat. However, I do agree with it. They say that actually in the research they've done, uh, petting either dog or cat for as little as 5 to 10 minutes a day will decrease your risk of a heart attack substantially. So, not only do they love the attention, it's also good for you and it's healthy for you and it will help you de-stress. So those are 10 kind of quick and easy coping skills to help you manage your stress this holiday season and also any other time of year. So I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned. We'll have some more episodes coming. Until next time, this was Pocket Counselor. I'm your host, Mike Robb. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening.